How are your feet? He asked. Knowing he didn't mean that literally, I answered, toasty warm. Really? No second thoughts? It's not too late to change your mind. Are you trying to ditch me? He chuckled. (laughs) Just making sure. I don't want you to do anything you're not sure about. I'm sure about you. The rest I can live through. He hesitated, and I wondered if I'd put my foot in my mouth again. Can you? He asked quietly. I don't mean the wedding, which I am positive you will survive despite your fault. But afterward, what about Renee? What about Charlie? I sighed. I'll miss them. Worse, they would miss me, but I didn't want to give him any fuel. Angela and Ben and Jessica and Mike? I'll miss my friends too, I smiled in the darkness. Especially Mike. Oh, Mike, how will I go on? He growled. I laughed, but then was serious. Edward, we've been through this and through this. I know it will be hard, but this is what I want. I want you, and I want you forever. One lifetime is simply not enough for me. Frozen forever at 18. He whispered. Every woman's dream come true, I tease. season of all media. I can't think of a single bad season four. I can think of two good season fours. The I Office? I can think of a bad season four. Lost. Season four of Lost has got to be bad. Is it the last season? No, I think Lost are like seven seasons. Lost season four, couldn't really tell you what happens. The Office season four, great. Um, 30 Rock season four, great. Edward is a Vampire season, season four, four Yet to be great. Oh. Oh. Oh, Yet Yet to to be be great. 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 Doctor? What? What? Chris? (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Ah, icy cold ones, boys. I'm having water. I am too. Like my little cauldron. Maggie's in a witchy mood. It's almost Halloween, everybody. Hello, queen. Hello, queen. Um, this really is the twilightiest part of the year. Yes. For this Halloween, I'm dressing up as someone who has a Twilight podcast. That's yes. scary. Scary. The most terrifying thing to think of. Um, Chris, we're on the last book. I am. Um, before I- we go to the. The other books. Oh, yeah. Never the mind. The books I come thought, out crazy. I was going to say, I feel like um, we've been the kid and Matilda being forced to eat the chocolate cake in front of the whole school. Mm-hmm. That's us with these books. And we're almost to the final slice. This book, Twilight Saga, is breaking dawn. But it's the last bite where um, just putting it in your mouth makes you want to throw up. Yeah. I um, I We owe the listeners a uh, a correction from last week's episode where wherein we alluded to the fact that no one knew the book we were talking about. Brie Tanner. Yes, but it turns out millions of people knew turns about it. Turns out everybody everybody who cared about Twilight, I guess, knew about it. 
somehow, somehow I didn't have any idea about it. I to be fair, I feel like in my friend circle, we obviously knew what Twilight was, the movies were coming out, but beyond eighth grade, the year 2008, no one was reading the books anymore. No one was, no one really was talking, talking about, about the it. Books. It's true that Twilight was like a flash in the pan. It was like the book, people reading it, oh, a movie's coming out. Then everyone just watched the movies and forgot about it right away. But no one was really like, I'm currently reading Twilight. Let's talk about it. I read the first three before Breaking Dawn came out. And then we were, my family and I were on vacation in Florida when the Breaking Dawn came out. So we pre-ordered it so that I could pick it up the next day at a Borders in Palm Springs. Palm Springs, Springs, California, comma, Florida. Florida. What's like Palm Springs, but in Florida? I couldn't tell you. Mm. You're in a Florida town. That's a real time capsule. Yeah. Waiting to get your copy of Twilight from a Borders. Well, I didn't wait. I ordered it ahead to pick up. Yeah, you you ordered it and you had to wait for it to become available. Oh yes, yes, that's waiting. I you, did. You waited. I waited. With it. <laughs> her eyes lit up as and if I said between... you could have a Turkish delight, little girl. And in between, I read several other vampire series. I was like in a phase. Yeah, this I, was the this was the moment for me. I also had the phase, but with um the Animorphs. I did, yes, I did read Animorphs and I did read Boscar Children. That was pre Twilight. Mm-hmm. If I was reading Boscar Children at the age that Twilight came out, Yikes. I would be um, a lagging reader. It would be like if today we read Magic Treehouse books. It would be like if today we read Twilight. Shit. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> oh. Listen. By the way, this is Edward is a Vampire. A oh, Twilight season four. Season four. My name's Chris. Team. Um, um, Esme. Ah, Renee and Esme. Yeah. Um, and I'm Maggie. She's just an independent woman. I'm just independent woman. Independent woman is, um, a, a graphic novel that I'm writing. Yes, I'm independent woman three. Thank you for letting me audition, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, in this, in this play, um, all the women are named independent woman. One, two, three. Or five. It's a real middle finger to the Bechdel test. Yeah, all they talk about is Fun Home. Really turning it on its head. Uh Uh-huh. Written by Allison? Yeah. Bechdel. So they just talk about her the entire time. It's on our shelf. You could just check. I could check. It's green. Big brag, we have books. That aren't just Twilight. Several books. You wouldn't say think that if um you (laughs) came over to my house for a little Rough and tumble in my bedroom. Because all of the Twilight books are <laughs> hidden under Chris's bed. If you turned over in the middle of the night to get a glass of water after, you know, just, uh, you know. just Making a, wings. Just making wings. <laughs> having a slumber party. You would turn over and go, oh, this this man has a lot of copies of Twilight, including one in Spanish. Spanish. I don't um, think he speaks Spanish. That is a fun behind the scenes. When we got the Breaking Dawn books on eBay, we bought the whole series on eBay. And one of the sets we bought, because we bought two sets because there are two of us. Spoiler. Spoiler About alert. the five, there are two <laughs> of us. Um, when we got our second set, it was all normal. Except Breaking Dawn was in Spanish. I think they just gave it to us for free. 
I feel like we bought Breaking Dawn in another book and they said, please take this cursed book away, which is dedicated to someone. Yes. It's just like to my love in the front. And we now have it. So, so if I die early, you'll know why. Maybe that's why we're still doing this podcast. <laughs> we were cursed. Um, Chris, as a Halloween treat to myself. Yes, ma'am. I'm reading Carmilla. Oh, the classique. The classique. Um, for those of you who don't know what Carmilla is, which is probably most of you, sure. um, it is a pre-Dracula. By a couple decades. Yeah. Like it's 20 like, or 30 years. It's like 1840-something? No, I think it's in the 70s and Dracula's 18. Whatever. Anyway, um, vampire. Lesbian vampire. Crazy. Novel. I assume like what? Central European weirdos? Austrian. Yeah, they mm-hmm. meet and a, they're know, in a lady shows up to a castle and they're like, come on Well, and stay. it's confusing. So I'm a, just a few chapters in. Yeah, it's I read it a pretty while short. Ago. It's pretty short. But it starts with um, a man and his daughter live in this big manor in Austria with their maids. And a carriage just crashes at their house. I remember this. And the the fancy mother pulls her dead seeming daughter out of the carriage and agrees to leave her there <laughs> and then leaves. You and it turns out that that is going to be, I, it hasn't been totally said yet, but it's clearly the vampire. Look, before, we, before we invented vaccines, that's just what happened. Yeah. Your daughter would, you know, get in a horrible carriage accident and you'd say, there's no vaccine for that. And, and already, already daughters and young wives all over their village are dying, <laughs> are seeing a scary thing and then dying a week later. And we know a thing or two about stories. So we know <laughs> it's a crazy Carmilla. Um, anyway, it's pretty fun. It's uh, edited by um, the writer, the author of Her Body and Other Parter- Parties, Carmen Maria Marcato. Marcato? I don't think there's an R, but I keep saying the R. Um, anyway, so she wrote a fun intro about how the book is like, Based on real letters between a young lesbian woman That's in the 1800s fun. and a doctor, and then the the author of Carmilla stole those letters <clears throat> and like made it about a scary vampire teen who comes and like seduces young women. When in really reality, it actually happened that a young teen came and they fell in love, and her dad and a general staked the lesbian through oh the heart. Oh my god. Yeah. So this 19th century author dude is like, oh, what an interesting tale of young love. <laughs> they must have been horrible to behold. <laughs> yeah. Let's turn them into monsters. So I'm having fun with it. It's a fun spooky Halloween treat. Yeah. That's nice. And you know, maybe you can read uh, you know, Frankenstein. I've read it. Yeah. Mary Shelley. We get yeah, it. We get those those Frankenstein's Shelley's- monster. We get him. Oh, don't hit me with the fire. That's my monster impression. That's more like Dracula. No. Should we stay up all night and watch all the like old Well, we're going to watch Nosferatu tonight. Well, I was going to think Dracula. I thought we would skip over Nosferatu and go to like Dracula. Bella Lugosi's Dracula. Dracula. No. <laughs> what? Dracula, the movie. Yeah. With Bella Lugosi, the oh, most famous yeah, 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 Dracula. Yeah, yeah. I thought you say when Bella goes to see Dracula, and I was like, that's not <laughs> no, a no. In, the, in Twilight, Bella goes to see a zombie movie, and it screams for the entire second act. No, no, 
She doesn't. Remember, it's not scary to her. All right. The scariest thing to her is romance. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, this Halloween, don't fall in love. <laughs> there was a, in Dracula, Um, there's a scary little man down a staircase. You're thinking of, um, you're thinking of Parasite? No, but it's similar, <laughs> really scary energy. And I used to, we used to watch them every year, all the like old monster movies and i would have to leave while this scary man talks on the stairs i was thinking maybe it was his dracula's like little henchman familiar something that twilight is missing where are the familiars i guess there's we sort of get that in brie tanner ish but nothing in here i want to see jacob why can't they shapeshift you know yeah turn into a big old dog yeah dracula yeah i get it there's other people that turn into dogs but still or turn into a bat like a cartoon yeah or both. They already run so fast. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we're reading the last book of Twilight. So buckle up. Was this a fun intro? Yeah. Wacky? Was it wacky enough? It wasn't like totally like wacky racers. Like no one was throwing out anvils behind their car. What's wacky racers? You never watch this show? Maybe no. it's crazy racers. It's like classic cartoons. You know, like Wiley Coyote, but he's like driving a car and it's like Mario Kart. I thought you said it's not totally wacky racist. A wacky racist um doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like it would also be starring Yosemite Sam. I guess a wacky racist would be like um Bradley Whitford's character in Get Out. Uh he was a little wacky. He was a little wacky. Or like just like you know, the sheriff of an old west or like reenacting Borat. town. He's a wacky racist. Yeah. Maggie's is, least favorite thing is, is Borat racist? Borat. I've never seen it. Is he racist or is like the idea that his character exists racist? The character is Please racist. Please lay down your... Uh, okay, here's my thesis. Okay. The characters are racist to get real racists to say racist things on camera. So he like... Is Borat on. just one character is there a, or is it a conglomeration of many? Borat is a character who then plays characters. What? He's like an emissary of his of his of his government. To yeah. Like, as a cultural thing to come to America. Yeah. So for sometimes he has to dress up differently. He's like, oh, I have to pretend I'm an American. Now who's the guy with the short yellow shorts? That and the suspenders. Well, that's Borat, and he's wearing just um a mankini you're describing? No, no. There's a suspender oh, and no. a little hat oh, and he, a striped shirt. He played a gay. And, and- Borat? No, Sasha Baron Cohen played a gay named Bruno, I think. I think his name's Bruno. I think it's a movie that came out and no one really saw it, but I think it's a similar thing. Now, I think he tried to get homophobes to say they're homophobes. Who's um like so-and-so gigolo? Um, no, th- I think that also is Sasha Baron Cohen. He had a TV show in England. Called? Who played like some sort of like rapper or something. Named? Mr. G, Ali G. I think Ali G is his name. And he was a gigolo? Could be someone, someone, Sasha Bear. I've Jiggle heard Sasha Bear and say Jiggle. British sketch comedian energy. Ah, uh. well, I hope you <laughs> were 15 minutes into this <laughs> podcast and we've scratched the surface on Twilight. We want you to. It's because, look, people, what there's only so much that we oh, can... we've got plenty to say. Get, buckle up, there... click. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll take a break to breathe off of that one. See ya! Welcome back to Sparkle Notes Season, season 4. four this edition. is the sub pod. Well, my... 
sub, your sub pod, is, sub pod is called Seeking Daddy. Yeah. Desperately Seeking Daddy. Seeking Daddy. It's about tried it from the Little Mermaid. Now that is a Sea King Daddy. <laughs> if that didn't unlock something in you, or if Ariel's singing part of your world with her hair in, in, in mm-hmm. the water mm-hmm. and the sun coming in, if that didn't unlock something in you, you were heartless. You were a heartless or you were like a straight kid play who played hockey as a kid. These I are I think even some of them are touched. You know, touched. It's what, what what a church mother says about a weird kid. He's touched. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was gonna say that we're doing sparkle notes. So oh I'll, yeah, I'll save it. I'll save what? it. I'll save no. it. I was gonna say our big recommendation this week is to watch Old Gaze. Yeah. on YouTube. Kind of the best content that Grinder could ever create. Yeah, it's old gays react to things. Great stuff. Anyway, when you said daddy, it reminded me of, I'm not going to say because it should speak for itself. Watch then- to find out what that means. <laughs> um, so we're going to do Sparkle Notes and talk about the start of this new book. Okay, prologue. Yes. Bella talks about how if you're in love with your murderer, it's not really murder. <laughs> Questionable. Questionable, but kind of on par for Bella's <laughs> twisted mind. Ooh, she's uh, a wacky racer. <laughs> she she is. In the first chapter of this book, where we learn Bella has a new fancy Mercedes that is literally missile proof. Literally in, in ways like three tons worth of steel reinforcement. She gets this because uh Edward says, You're gonna die since you're still a brittle human until you so I need it's to protect pretty funny. You. Yeah. It's a pre-wedding car. Yeah. Um, and then speaking of pre-wedding, we learn Jacob has been missing since the epilogue of the last book. They've told Charlie and Renee that they're getting married. Everything's planned. Final fittings. Last bits of prep. And then the wedding happens. Without a hitch, really. The wedding it- ceremony, beautiful, lovely. Bella can only see Edward up there on that stage. Well, Edward and behind him, Carlisle, and behind them, Angela's dad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, and then at the reception, Jacob does turn up. And he's all like, I'm here to be chill. And then there are chill. Then at some point, Bella goes, also, we're having a honeymoon with, you know, me and Edward are going to go on vacation. And then Jacob says, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and Bella's like, this was a mistake. <laughs> and they meet the Denali coven. Yeah, they meet some new vampires. We have a good time. Mm -hmm. Then Alice shoves them out the door and says, have a good honeymoon, kids. And Bella says goodbye to her parents for the last time. Question mark. We're ready for 18 chapters of honeymoon sex. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I said S-E-X. We'll be back. Bye. So, Chris, typically we talk about our expectations yeah, for great, the book. The great ones that we have. The great expectations that we have for the upcoming book. Right. Book. Book. Are you realizing what a weird word book is? I am. Big. So, usually we talk about the great expectations of the book, and um, but I think I remember everything I that happens. I think we know exactly what happens. Is it because of the movies, or is it because there's only three plot points in it? 
I we just know she gets pregnant and she's the baby eats its way out of her in like a month. Right. I mean, as, that as, as nature intended. And then the Volturi is going to come kill them, but then they don't because there's no fight because Alice convinces them of the future that the baby's not going to murder everyone. I guess. I guess. At some point in here, Jacob is going to like Imprint. fall in love with Bella's baby, and he's going to say like, "No, it's chill. I'll just wait for her to." Go through puberty, dude. In two days. In two days. And everyone's like, yuck. Jacob failed as a character. (laughs) Face planted, dragged through the mud. And that's sort of it. That's kind of all I assume. At some point. So we read four chapters for this episode. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we said that already. No. And because it's split into parts. Yeah, Stephanie said, I'm going to go crazy and make this a real finale and turn my long novel into separate, smaller Books. 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 So we have book, book one, which is seven chapters. So we read the first four this week, and we're going to read the last three. And then book two is from Jacob's perspective. God save us all. So we're going to have to, like, uh, I guess, listen to someone explain to him what periods are. I guess. Before we do that pod, we have to, like, do a bunch of push-ups and listen to, like, angsty music. Ska. Ska. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you think okay edward <laughs> jacob's running around canada as a wolf listening to ska mm-hmm. to really amp himself up mm-hmm. that feels about right and um so we get some jacob perspective he becomes the alpha right i don't know uh, sure why anyway. not so we pretty much expect that we pretty much know what's going to happen but um also this book is like 700 pages long so that said i Stephanie has made her boldest choices as an author she has decided, in this first chapter. Yeah. She's decided I'm not going to write um, a moment by moment one-to-one what's happening. She decides, oh, I'm going to uh, frame something. Yeah. So we like open with Bella driving this car she hates. That's kind of funny. We have our first ever device. We have a big Stephanie, one. not a big fan of metaphor, simile. Well, her metaphors are, this is She'll say exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. And then Bella will go, oh, it's as if this represents this. <laughs> oh, right. As if, <laughs> We have no time to think for ourselves in this, which is why it's theoretically should be easy to read. Mm-hmm. But it makes us, it drives us insane because it makes you question, have I read a book before? <laughs> Do I need Bella to explain just foreshadowing to me? But uh, which there's some... There's some of that. There's some shadow that's forward. But I want to first say that um, there's a flashback. Yeah. So instead of picking up where we left off, we pick up somewhere else. But then Stephanie does want us to see them tell Charlie and Renee about getting married. Yeah, we have a flashback suggesting that we're going to avoid it. But like Maggie said, then we just see it. Yeah. So it was like, you know, she put her toe into the water of of a literary device. (laughs) Maybe by the end of this book, we'll do one more. <laughs> Maybe this book came out like the time Lost was big. Uh, and she said, flashbacks. I love an idea. I love flashbacks. Yeah. That's Stephanie Meyer impression. Yeah. And like changing perspectives, that's a lost thing too. That is a lost thing. Um, Let's talk foreshadowing. Let's. We're at, the, we're at the fore of a book. Often this is the time that we... Shadow. Shadow. Yes. And... It, you know how someone with a big forehead is called they call him five, a five head. head. Um Stephanie really five shadows. <laughs> she, she five shadows. She did it last book when she said or when Jasper was like, Yeah, 
sometimes there's vampire armies and they fight. Wouldn't that be wild if it happened to us? (laughs) Again, that happens here where they're like, oh, the Denali clan, you want to know about them? Well, here's what we know about them other than that they're our friends, like our family for centuries. Yeah, so (laughs) instead of Edward saying like, oh, you know our friends, you know they like doing this. We play baseball. No, none of it. He says, centuries ago, they had a tiny baby. It's illegal to have tiny baby vampires. So they were killed. It's like, man, I wish I could have a baby with you, Bella. But we can't because it would be a bad baby. And Bella's kind of like shrugs. She doesn't really have a reaction to any of this. She kind of is just like, okay, thanks for telling me, Edward. (laughs) Bella is like, my dad thinks I'm pregnant. Everyone thinks... I'm pregnant because I'm getting married at 18. And Edward is like, I wish they were right. I wish. I (laughs) wish I had a baby in you. (laughs) So Uh, there's just like a lot of baby talk. I wish this book for teens didn't have her have a baby. Mm. (laughs) This is my hot take that I'm planting (laughs) right now. Okay. I wish they could be hot teen vampires just for a little bit before having to be a hot teen mom. Yeah. People people say MTV is bad. For, for teens. Shit. This is this is the biggest teen mom I know. <laughs> the biggest? Yeah. it's. A, I mean, her hair is huge. But remember, don't forget, canonically, Bella's hair is down to her ass. <laughs> and she wears forget. long beige I skirts. I forgot. I forgot. Never forget. Never forget. Um, Big ship. Oh, we... Ship renees me. What did we call it? Renees me is horrible to say out loud. Um, so Renee is Bella's mom. Esme is, uh, what's his name? Edward's mom. They together as the mother-in-laws have to plan part of the wedding. And then they fall they in love. They talk on the phone every day. Big Carol energy. The problem is if we wanted to have their, you know, fan ship name, it would be Renesme. But that is what Bella will call her daughter. The nastiest name on the so planet. So we decided on Esme? Uh, Twilight fans, let us know what their ship name is. It can't be Renesmee. You've got to have come up with something better than that. You must have. But their energy is thick. Renee definitely would go to like a spa with her and they go to like a steam room. You're describing the scene in Winona Earp. Oh, I am describing a scene in Winona (laughs) Earp. Yeah. So they would do that. They would, you know, you have to take their clothes off because it's a spa. Yeah. And then they would say like, you know, you've been a a really great help during this time. Uh Uh-huh. And then they would. Didn't we like? Wasn't a Renee and Esme fanfic one of the pitched ones when we did our fanfiction episode? I think it might have. But been. then we were like, they never meet. It'll <laughs> never work. True fans, go back and let us know if we already had this brilliant idea. Uh, but we got to see a lot of Renee because yes. it's Bella's wedding. Her mom's there. She acted pretty much normal. She acted kind of pretty chill. Bella's like, oh, my mom's going to freak out because, you know, she got married young and it didn't work out. But instead, Renee's kind of like, yeah, dude, I knew you were going to get married. You are a freaking weird middle-aged teen. <laughs> also, Renee and Charlie got together and the only thing Alice let them do for Bella was replace the crystals in a barrette or in like a little comb like that you put in your hair with sapphires. Yeah, she like let him get one gift and Charlie like drove with the minister. Angela's dad. Angela's dad. <laughs> is who's apparently the minister. 
So when Bella walks down the aisle, she says, all I could see was Edward and behind him was Carlisle and behind them was Angela's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not clear what his role is. No, it is not pages. clear. So I was I read it four times. I was like, Okay, I understand. Edward's there. Okay, Edward's I'm marrying there. him. Okay. Carlisle is there. He's okay. My dad. At, behind them, just <laughs> Angela's dad. Did he wander into the ceremony late? He's chewing why, gum. He's, why is Angela's dad there? He's just like, oh, nice place you got here. She was like, I didn't see my parents. I didn't see my friends. I didn't see the rest of the Collins. Just Edward Carlisle. And behind them, <laughs> Angela's dad. Uh, I'm fully imagining Nathan Fielder in the Nathan Fru episode where he sneaks into a wedding in a big, big suit. suit. He's just hiding there. And she's like, oh, Mr. Weber. I saw Edward Carlisle and Nathan Fielder. <laughs> Nathan Fielder. Uh, pretty good. Um, the wedding, it seems to be um, if you had allergies, you couldn't survive at this wedding chris you're getting dangerously close to the thing i can't stop thinking about all the flowers my eyes got so big i said She's shut dead. up chris. as if i'm gonna steal her brilliant idea by talking about flowers shut up oh my god chris. um you know what i thought about the wedding chapter hmm. was it, tell me here chris tell me this is please the, to be fair a twilight podcast is the avenue to talk about what i thought about the marriage of the marriage scene in twilight is that it simultaneously was so detailed, full of nothing. Mm -hmm. But also, at the end of the chapter, I thought, I wish I knew more about this wedding. Did you feel this way? It did. Like, it was like nothing. It was like nothing. We heard a little bit about their vows. We learned about, like, you know, her getting her hair done. Yeah. Maybe weddings are just boring unless you're weddings there. Weddings are sort of just like that, though. They just, like... They just... it kind They happen and they're done. They're the quick part. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like... Uh, I get it. You want to see your main characters get married. Theoretically, by this point, we should be in love with them. It also came out of nowhere. Granted, the engagement did too. But it should be like a sweeping romantic. I should be like crying at their love. And something, instead, it was kind of like, it happened. Something I did like is that Bella seemed to have a really nice time. A magical she, time. She did for someone who hates her, parties. Yeah, despite her qualms. So it seemed nice that. And she hates attention. She hates well, attention, she loves attention, but she but she she, she loves Edward enough so that it was just like it was nice to see them just spend some time together. Yeah, it was nice for her. she mostly just wanted to hang out with Edward and, and he her was parents. so happy, except when he wanted to kill Mike. Except Let's talk about Mike. Mike. He's every, every start of the Twilight book is us dissing on Mike. It's just like how many shits. Can we take on Mike's face? <laughs> That's Twilight. The, that was really fun. So Edward obviously can read minds. Mike has a big crush on Bella, still does. Edward basically says, Mike has having lewd thoughts about you, Bella, and you're a married woman. If I could take him out and murder him, I would. <laughs> it's wild. It's pretty funny. I don't know of any character in any books that we are supposed to hate like we hate Mike. Right. He does nothing right. Because he's not a villain. We're not he's, supposed to, like, hate him. He's hate just him. A, a skid mark he's on your underwear. He's just a shit show. He's just horrible. I can't think of anyone like that in any other book. So, <laughs> Stephanie. Brava. It was pretty good because, like, you know, you go to a wedding and 
the couple is dancing and they're like whispering and laughing because you know they're in love and having fun. And you're like, what are they talking about? This time they're talking about how much they hate what, they want to murder one of the people who's there. Which then again, that is weddings though. I was gonna say it is a testament to these books that you there is somebody like that who hung out around you in high school <laughs> that you were like, I can't get rid Mike of Mike is here. It's like there's no I can't really say you're so annoying I want to kick you out. Yeah. But you wish you could. Yeah. But we're in high school and you have to keep those friends around. Mike, 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 Mike. Uh, I wish we got more Jessica because remember the last book when she at graduation said, oh my God, Bella, weren't we best friends even after not talking to each other for a year? Yeah. Should we, do you think Jessica wore white to this wedding? Jessica wore cream. Does she say, it's not white guys. It is her first communion dress. She has not grown. (laughs) She's still so skinny. (laughs) But Um, now it's just like kind of, you know, like a more of a, you know, mini situation yeah a mini situation <laughs> uh, jessica's got that mini situation going on um should we make team mike shirts no come on i don't want to s- proudly just in like ti- like times new roman font. <laughs> i would i would get like a sticker just stick okay. it on like my name is team mike ah! put it on my shirt or like it would it says team jacob crossed out team edward crossed yeah. out team mike I would get I would get Newton sport Newton outdoor goods or whatever t shirts real deep cut fun yeah not as fun as Team Edward Team Jacob Team Mike no. but it, it's good it's it's like my name is Jessica I'm Team Mike what can we add the Mike line to the Twilight Oath think of Mike every time you hate someone <laughs> every time you someone says something that's so annoying <laughs> uh, I miss the Twilight Oath I do too it was a great time in our lives yeah. Um, other characters that we got to meet up with. This chapter is pretty like low key. It was mostly just like hanging out with our friends. Again, theoretically, we were supposed to be like crying at a wedding. I we got not. a lot of that goofy twilighty stuff. We got a lot of twilighty moments, and we got to like really be as annoyed with Jacob as ever. We will briefly touch on this, I guess. Yeah, because every time we talk about him, we're gonna scream, and we're gonna have chapters of yelling at him yeah. later. So he shows up to the wedding. Clearly, you know, because he said I wanted to say. Congrats, Bella. I wanted to be nice. Kind of olive branch thing. And it goes well. And they're like dancing. And Bella's like, I'm just so glad to have my friend back. You're being so chill. And then he can't hold it in any longer. She's like, and then we're going to go on the honeymoon. And he's like, why bother? Just turn into a vampire now. Why pretend to have a honeymoon? And she's like, what do you mean pretend? I'm going to go have a real honeymoon. And he's like, well, you can't have a real honeymoon. The lengths we go not to say sex. The lengths we go to not to say uh, putting putting your nasties together. Yeah. So then Bella says, what do you mean? I can do whatever I want. Don't tell me what to do. It's none of your business. I can have a real honeymoon. And Jacob, when I say flips out, <laughs> I mean flips. You would His hear, skin yeah. starts vibrating. He's screaming, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. He grips her arms so hard that she like bruises all over. It's really intense. It's pretty wild. She needs Edward's cold hands to like ice her, her shoulder. It's in, it's insane. Luckily, some of his other bros are around to hold him back. But she was just like, "Well, that was nice while it lasted." Then he did his thing again. Oh well. And then they promptly forget about him. Yeah, she was like, "I'm still so in love with my new husband that I'll hang out." Honestly, it's just like, wouldn't these books be better without Jacob? Is what I was thinking. I wish he just ran into the woods and never came back. Which he does run into the woods again and heart have a heartbreaking howl. Oh, yeah. At the end. She's like driving away to her honeymoon. She just hears a, oh, 
And she's like, well, okay. And if I was at that wedding, I'd go, oh my God, <laughs> we cannot be partying outside. <laughs> There's a horrible creature in the woods. Um, we get uh, a, a classic Stephanie Meyer, I want to have sex with my brother moment. On the is this during the bachelor party? No, this is on the dance floor of the wedding. Uh, Emmett comes up and he's like, How cute was Jasper during the bachelor party? Emmett's funny. like, Don't tell her anything. And Jasper's like, Calm down. Let me use my magic on you. We're just going to go hunt. Thanks, babe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, on the dance floor, Jasper is like, let me have one more dance with Bella. And they start dancing and she's like, and he and he says, I just want to have one more chance to make her blush before she's my sister. And it's like, whoa, we can't get away from it, huh, Steph? Um, Rosalie touches Bella's hair. Hair play? Intimate intimate Bella, lesbian like, moment. She's like breathless at the idea of Rosalie like braiding her hair. Mm-hmm. She's like, I, I just couldn't speak. Uh, this beautiful <laughs> woman is coming to come up and touch my neck. <laughs> and was, I'm reading Carmilla, so I know that's pretty gay. <laughs> it's hair loaded with that. Loaded. Uh, welcome to my class, the semiotics of hair. Speaking of Carmilla, I'm sorry to jump back yeah. away from Twilight. It's explicitly way gayer than I thought it was. I don't really remember, but I'm pretty sure they probably say like, I love you and they're touching hands. And no, they kiss all over. Oh yeah. I remember from this. the moment they meet, they're kissing each other all over yeah. and saying like, you are mine. We are one. It's yeah. It's like explicit, It's explicit, but also in the weird way of like, they're all, you know, there's like platonic said, expressions I, of that. You know, like, no, it's like, but like she in this loves context. me like a man would. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She's like, I, but I'm half disgusted. The narrator's like, I was half in love and half disgusted. Ooh, the best kind. That's this book. That's what this book's trying to do. Yeah. The first, Twilight was trying to be, I'm half into Edward. I'm half repulsed. Half afraid. Half afraid. But yeah. Instead, she's mostly uh, brainwashed. Unfortunately. Well, you know. Well, they're about to go to, um, spoiler alert, they're about to go on their honeymoon on Isle Esme. So. Hey, spoilers. Why can't We're we name sp- something that's not one of the eight characters we know? Can't it just be like, ah, the island? Why don't we just, yeah, just like the, why can't it just be the Canary Islands? <laughs> what are we doing? I am. Um, crazy stuff. I don't remember what else happened. I mean, that's kind of it. We kind of just got to yeah. catch up on everything. Um, there's a nice scene at the very end where um, Bella's dad and her mom were holding hands, seeing their daughter go away. And oh, yeah. Phil, her mom's new boyfriend, was just kind of there. <laughs> the first time we ever see Phil and or you know get mention of him in the flesh, it's at the very moment as he's in the background. His cast is off, driving Chris. away. Yeah, fa- yeah. His famous cast is gone. I think it's very funny that the new boyfriend never speaks, and we see him oh, one no. time before she never sees him ever again. Yeah. Wild. Okay, we'll be right back. See ya. Chris. Yes, May. Chris. Yep. Chris. This is, we can't do this for another season. Chris. Please, release me from this prison. Chris, I cannot. Chris. What can't you not do? I cannot stop thinking about when Bella says, sometimes it's so easy to forget I'm kissing a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we know what that, an insane thing to say. We know canonically kissing a vampire is like kissing a rock. It's not just like their skin's cold. 
as we first thought. It's not like bring the, the bring the sound the effects. foley art. Yes, go bring your foley back. We know that it is literally stone. It's like this. If you want to kiss a rock, we have merch. <laughs> we do have rocks that you can purchase and kiss. <laughs> don't we? Don't recommend kissing the rocks. They are from the earth. They are from just New York City ground. We- that I then did sanitize and paint over. Nothing can sanitize New but York City ground. Nothing can sanitize Riverside Park. You can take the rock out of Riverside, but you cannot take-, <laughs> take the Riverside out of the rock. So if you want a little piece of the Hudson, <laughs> buy this rock, ingest it, and die. <laughs> and die. <laughs> we'll throw you back into the Hudson. Yeah, it'll be like kissing a vampire in that its venom will get inside you and, and you'll, you'll know exactly what's happening while you're doing it. Yeah, you can't forget you're kissing a vampire. That's nuts. That's the most evidence yet that Bella has some sort of Stockholm Syndrome. You know how when two vampires kiss, it's like two rocks bumping against each other? <laughs> yep. What is their post-vampire sex going to be? It's going to be like an, a little earthquake. Like shaking up, you know, a rock tumbler to polish rocks. <laughs> but is it it's gonna dry? Be like yeah, well, yeah, I think so. They only have venom. So it's lubricated with venom for his pleasure. <laughs> yeah, it'll or sound like sanding. You know how there's like wet sanding? It's just so, this is, it's Why are so we leaning absurd into this? that they have a baby. Sorry, it's just absurd. It's unnecessary. Well, this whole book is set up uh, as, hey, Bella, your one destiny in the world is not to become a self-actualized supernatural vampire. vampire. It's to become a mom. Something that she doesn't even want. It's forced upon her. Edward just is going to spend the rest of the book hating himself for poisoning the love of his life till she almost dies. And honestly, good. And then she's going to have a baby, and then he's going to say, that was kind of messed up, but kind of worth it in the end. Thanks for putting one out of you, babe. D- but then they just have to have, like, a sister baby for because, the rest of their life. Because that baby's going to be 11 forever or whatever. No, it's going to be, like, a full teen forever, and it's going to marry Bella's ex-boyfriend. Over and over for the rest. Of- Can you imagine a worse... Curse? A curse than to see your daughter... A baby, fuck your ex. enemy, your enemy, your enemy slash other love, your alternate life love. The man who was, who assaulted you on a your friend slash rapist. <laughs> anyway, Chris, you're up. You're, what about Europe? <laughs> oh, next to Asia. Oh, um, <laughs> North of Africa. Yeah, these small. These are just things we know about Europe. Pretty small. Not that big. You ever think about that map episode of The West Wing? Where they, where yeah, where CJ learns about the map. <sighs> well, hey guys, watch That's The West a Wing. Great episode. Big plug, big plug for Aaron Sorgan's The West Wing. <sighs> uh, right, it comes on right before um, Independent Women, his other project that we pitched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call back. Call back. <laughs> <laughs> Please call me back. Is that that Britney song? Please call me back. Please call me back. <laughs> someone who can, someone go with music. Please, but remakes this for me. Um, something I can't stop thinking about. 
is that Bella had a garter at the wedding that belt that Edward <gasps> took, took off with his teeth, teeth very carefully with his teeth. So he didn't bite her, turn into a vampire in the middle of the wedding. Ah! But then what did he do? I don't know. He, like, he flung it directly with his superhuman strength and speed into Mike's face. I did not know that. Yeah. I did not notice that. That is tasty. Mike went to the bathroom right after that to think about. Private, yeah, he privately. Kept, he kept that garter. Oh, he kept that garter. He he sniffs it. Also, it's Alice's garter. Ugh. She ah. took it off herself and put it on Bella under her dress. Why was she dress. wearing a garter? She said they gave her something blue, something old, something new, and they and then Alice said, "Oh, here's my garter. I want it back." Wink. And oh, then what? she climbed under Bella's skirt and shimmied it up her leg for her. I missed all of this. That is insane. Yeah. Edward, for someone who's like, he's like, oh, I'm 1911 fancy and, uh, uh, you know, uh, manners. Why would you do this, Edward? Very strange. Very they strange. also, she threw the bouquet right at Angela with surprising aim. I'm mad. This is also what I can't stop thinking about, that Bella didn't invite any of her friends to be in a bridal party. It's just her and Alice. I mean, good for Alice, at least. Good for Alice, but like, what about, yeah, get Angela in there. Your buddy. She just had to sit there and look at her dad. She's like, I could was behind who's Edward behind and Edward. Carlisle. <laughs> yes, as we discussed. Um, The other thing I can't think about. You can't think about. I can't stop thinking about um, is that Al- Bella walks into the house before the wedding blindfolded so she doesn't see the decor. And the smell of flowers is so overwhelming. And she says, orange blossoms, lilac, and something else. Am I right? And Alice says, very good, Bella. You only missed the Frasia and the roses. Ah, uh, Bella. Bella can identify all these flowers just by smell. And, and she can, like, separate the smell. That's shocking. And I also, t- Alice has her trained. Good job, Bella. Click. Give her a treat. <laughs> I blind taste wine. Well, I, I let me correct. I have blind okay. tasted a wine. <laughs> uh, and it's hard. Yeah. You don't just like know how to separate five flower smells from each other. Bella has a famously good nose. Book one, she smelled a drop of her own blood. Confirmed super smeller, Bella. Why isn't that her vampire? Power? I wish it was. I wish. Instead of like, uh, Sneaky? No, her power is shieldy. Yeah, so like boring? Boring. It's so boring she can spread her boring (laughs) to others? She can make everyone gray. (laughs) I wish, I well, one, I wish I wore an Irish wristwatch. Two, I wish that Arrow, the evil vampire, was like, Oh, Bella, what is your power? And she sniffs so good. She's like, Hmm, uh, uh, um. Dust from an uh, 13th century coffin. Uh, <laughs> she can uh, carbon date by her nose. Yeah, she knows exactly where everyone's been by her nose when she's a vampire. Yeah. Would be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, something I just saw and now I think is very funny is when um, Bella is responding about like everyone thinks, everyone in town thinks I'm pregnant because we're getting married right after high school. She says, I just, I wish that he'd been right about, sorry. Edward says, I wish he'd been right, as in, I wish Bella was pregnant. And she goes, gah, I gasped. 
G-A-H. Does that sound like someone we gotta have get pregnant in this book? Someone who goes, gah, at the <laughs> idea of being pregnant? Okay, let's reenact. You're Edward, I'm Bella. Okay, oh, oh God, sorry. I just wish, well, I wish he'd been right. Gah! <laughs> gah. She spit take her pineapple juice. Gah! Um, and yeah, Edward was there. Carlisle was right beside him and Angela's and dad Angela's was right dad behind. Was... And he said, don't take the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> what? And she's, yeah, Mr. Gah up there and his son, Jeepo. Gah and Jeepo. Yeah. Is this? <laughs> is Okay. Well, we are in Stephanie it's Myers. Gah, Jeepo and the Holy Schmoo. <laughs> Three in one. What is this Monty Python <laughs> bad sketch going on? Oh, pretty good. Uh, that's kind of all I had. There were a lot of like weird little moments. Like Bella's mom says like, oh, Alice was so intense today. It's like she could rip my throat out. And Bella starts giggling like a maniac. <laughs> she like yeah. is so not cool. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, that's kind of like the things that I couldn't stop thinking about. Thanks for your report, little Chris. You're welcome. Chris, I just remembered that we do a segment here at the end of our episodes called Here Comes the Sun. Sure. So, here it comes. <laughs> I'm going to pull it up. Okay. We found it. We found the, the, the text. Uh, this is Here Comes the Sun. Here comes the sun, and I say, sun. <laughs> we got two things for one episode. Um, Pretty good. This is when we uh, just flip to a random part of Midnight Sun, which is Twilight from Edward's perspective, and read it because it's just a raucous good time. Chris, you're up for this excerpt from chapter 17. I felt the sun warm against my skin. And I was glad I couldn't see that either. I didn't want to look at myself now. For the longest half second I'd ever lived through, <laughs> everything was silent. And then Bella screamed. Edward! My eyes flashed open, and I fully expected to see her running away from all that I had just revealed myself to be. But she was running right at me in a collision course, her mouth open in distress. <laughs> Her hands were half extended towards me, and she tripped and stumbled her way through the long grass. Her expression wasn't frightened, but it was desperate. I didn't understand what she was doing. I couldn't let her crash into me, whatever she was intending. I needed her to keep her distance. I raised my hand again, palm forward. She faltered, then wobbled in place for a moment, exuding anxiety. She is fully a comic strip character. <laughs> As I stared into her eyes, saw my reflection there, I thought perhaps I understood. Mirrored in her eyes, what I resembled most was a man on fire. Though I debunked her myth, she must have held on to them subconsciously. Again, Stephanie Meyer rewriting the sparkling as like flames. She did this in the Brie Tanner book. Yeah. Because she was worried, frightened for the monster rather than of it. She took a step towards me and then hesitated when I moved a half step back. Does that hurt you? She whispered. Yes, I'd been right. She wasn't afraid for herself, not even now. No, I whispered back. She stepped another foot closer, careful now. I let my hand fall. She still <laughs> wanted to be closer to me. <laughs> he thinks she's like a stupid like bunny. This book 
is gonna be wacky. Because Bella seems so. Because obviously in this book we're stuck from Bella's point of view, and she says sometimes I'm clumsy or whatever. From Everest's point of view, she is a total ditz. It's gonna be so. Every time we do this, I like keep wanting to like just read more. It'll be f- much because it's just so funny. More entertaining. Yeah. Because Bella is much more interesting to see fumble around and be weird than Edward is because he's so like calm and collected. He's an odd broad. She screamed, mouth open, ran towards me, stumbled on the ground. <laughs> That's her stumbling in a cartoon. Yep, yep, yep. I got you, it. You know, I, see, I can do the sound effects too. Mm. Ready for this? Uh huh. Rocking chair. Mm-hmm. Very spooky rocking chair. Yeah. All- a crow's rocking chair. Yeah. Well, it's from, um, you know, where the willows blow. Wind in the willows? Wind in the willows. That, mm. you know. So it is a crow's. It is a literal chair. crow's rocking chair. Yeah. Um, well, guys, that was the first episode of season four. <laughs> <laughs> that really got That was Chris. funny to me. Well, that's it, folks. I'm getting on my shoes and I'm going to head out. Um, if you liked it or hated it, please give us a five-star iTunes review. Once Maggie and I in a project got the worst review of all time, um, saying like something like, why did you ever do this? It's the worst thing I've ever had to sit through. Please delete it. <laughs> and it made us very happy. So do that with this. <laughs> that did happen for our web series that you should not try to find. Uh, Someone, a friend of a friend posted it on Facebook and a stranger commented on that post and said, what did you make me sit through? I am unfriending you because this was the worst thing I've ever watched. It's how I feel about these books. It was so funny. So if you feel about that way. About this podcast, please leave us leave a five it star. As a five star, I because we won't review. see it unless it's five stars. Yeah, and we will read whatever nasty stuff you want to say to us if you yeah. give us a five star review. Yeah, yeah, and I'm being serious. Yeah, we're serious. Leave us a long, angry email at edwardsvampirepod at gmail Just or, a picture of you flipping us off, please. Yeah, we'll dox you from we'll, that. <laughs> we'll use that information to find you and send you a rock. Um, please vote early. And often... Don't get a lot of time left. Next week's episode is Election Day. Yeah. This week's episode is a day late because uh, we had a serious technical malfunction. Don't remind me. And, um, but we're hoping that it'll entertain you if you're standing in line this week. And if you're standing in line next week, we're going to have a fun, wacky Election Day episode. With a special guest. With a special guest to talk about... All things post-marital sex and voting. The t- two things that give me the most pleasure in this world. Yes. Just ask me, a married man. What do you think Joe Biden thinks about Twilight? He doesn't. He knows that it exists and he probably thinks, oh, that's a thing girls like. Okay, what do you think My granddaughter's Kamala Har- th- Harris thinks about Twilight? Same. She thinks... My granddaughters love it. I don't think she's a grandmother. Well, she could think that. Hmm. I think the same vibe. I think they're both indifferent and they know that it was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you think that Twilight was a thing, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> it's at Edward is a vampire pod. That's it. That's it. That's the episode. That's it. Turn it off right now. 
Why are you still here? Hey, get out of here. We told you to leave. Get out of here. I'm naked now. Once a podcast turns off, I strip to nothing. Someone's trying to come in and clean all the popping corn off the floors. We popped too much corn. That's the popcorn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the